a, imagine Atari graphics. Okay. You're a cowboy. You have a hat and a scarf. And that's it. <laughs> I think and I've heard about your this. your wiener is out. I think I've heard about this. You got this. a hard on, a scarf, and a hat. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ray Hart Rundown. What is happening, y'all? I need to stop saying y'all. I feel like that's so southern. It's a Florida thing. It is. such a Florida thing. You're not going to get away from it. Yeah. You've been down here way too long. It's time to move far, far away. very much Far, far away. So, um, let's just talk about it right now because I know a lot of people don't know that we do this. And it was pretty funny. Uh, we just did. We do a segment for our Patreon called Mike Check Trivia. Yeah, where we do exclusive an exclusive trivia question for our during our Mike Check situation before every show. And if you are the Patreon tier, uh, I think it, what is it a five and up? I believe. No, I think it's ten. Oh, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you are actually if you are a associate producer level or higher. You can uh, you can get the the mic check all the mic check trivia's and that type of things and a lot of the exclusive stuff. So, the associate producer level is the level to be at. Yeah, that gets you all of the uh, bonus stuff that we do and all of that things like. And that's uh, that's with the better merch too, right? Uh, yeah, that's the start of the t-shirt merch. Yeah, I think it is. Or no, the uh, coffee mug merch. Well, you get a t-shirt after the coffee mug, right? They possibly will. I'm not going to say yeah or nay. I know there is. We're doing a lot of merch now, and uh, we're trying to give away as much free merch as possible through Patreon, which is a whole reason why we set Patreon up. Right. I know people think like, "Oh, you're going to be making you guys must make bank off." Pa-. We don't make bank off of Patreon. No, we literally, actually, we literally we, turn the money back around. Yeah. Into the merch and to do the shipping for the merch and to do the designing for the merch and everything like that. So that's what you're. That's what you're getting. You're getting not only you're getting extended free episodes through our Patreon, and you're getting bonus. Uh, audio content at this point and soon to be bonus video content uh you get to see all the stuff we talk about because we post all the photos of yep. the pictures and the videos of things that we talk about on there and you get free merch so it's really a good deal we're probably the only podcast that utilizes almost every angle of patreon yeah uh so there's our pitch for that if you haven't joined go to patreon.com slash rayheart rundown and get signed up it's uh it'll help support the show and it'll get you free stuff and who doesn't want free stuff? I know, right? Hello. Okay. Let's busy, busy week. Let's. Um, yeah. This is it's supposed to be my vacation. You're it's on vacation, been... and you don't feel like you're on vacation. No, hell no, not at all. Nope. Not, but why do you not feel like you're on vacation? Is it because we've been jumping through hoops for our projects outside of here? Uh, or yes. No? Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, it's just I'm still waking up and... at like eleven o'clock. I'd be texting you at like nine or telling you at nine, and I, I get it. I'm trying you to fix on, that. No, no, no. It's <laughs> not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm like, I'm giving, kind of giving you a pass here because I'm like, I totally get the sleeping in. It just becomes part of your routine. Yeah. When I was working the late, the late night shifts, that would be it. It would be, and that's here's what sucks is that for and people know this that work either retail or the bar life or whatever is that when you work the night shifts, your day is ruined. You can't do shit. True. During the day. 
Yeah. You, don't, you can't do no, anything. Absolutely. You can't do anything. You literally will, because if you get home at like midnight, if you work a, a night type, the night shift type job, and you get home at midnight or 11 even, and you shower and change after work, it, for, I don't know about you, but for me, I there's at least like an hour where I'm not, I'm just not jumping into bed. Right. I've got to like disconnect from the day. Yep. And I've got to spend like at least an hour, if not two hours, to try right. to like not be in the mindset of work. No, exactly. So like when I get out of work at three a.m. and then I get home ten minutes later. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's I take a shower or whatever, and I sit down. By the time I sit down, it's like what three thirty, three forty-five, and then I have to wind down. Yeah, you're for still wild. at least an hour. I'm probably not going to bed till five a.m., five thirty in the morning. Right, and then in order. And then I get six hours of sleep, and I wake yeah. up at eleven, eleven thirty, which isn't very much sleep for. Me. Or yeah, or you sleep till one because you're so freaking exhausted from working. Right. And then, but here's the thing: is like what I was saying is that people that have that that same type of schedule understand that, like, when you wake up at one or one thirty to try to get a full eight hours or whatever from sleep, you know, sleep, your day's shot. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, You've already skipped breakfast a, a, and yeah, lunch. Yeah, you skip <laughs> breakfast, you skip lunch. There's a there's a nine out of ten chance that you've got to be working three hours. Yeah. There's there's not much you can go do in three hours, right? And so it's so it sucks. I, it does suck, and I think, and I I don't care. I'll, I'll say it out there. Whatever. I think uh, it should you should have three days off a week, not two, right? I think the standard. I think the regular standard should be three days off a week. Oh, I highly agree. I you think know. I think the weekend should consist of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. And I or I know they do it in Europe. I know Saturday, they do it. Sunday, Monday, because then remember, oh, it looks like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, I, <laughs> like that doesn't exist anymore. I I know they do it in Europe, and I know there is. I know we have European listeners out in like Sweden and Ireland and all these other countries. Yeah. So if you hear this and you're in a European country, and you have a four day work week, do us a favor. Hit us up on either Instagram. Or on Twitter or anything like that, and let us know what your work day is. Yeah, let us know how glorious your life is. Let us know how amazing. And you, and what? Uh, here's what I'm curious of the scheduling. Yeah, because like if in here in the U.S., everybody's like, "Oh, you get paid by the hour." So why wouldn't you want to work that extra day? Because you're losing money. Well, Listen, but here's the rub: if they I were work to, to live, I don't live to work. If they raise, if they raise the money, then you know, it equals out. They equals out, or if they if they do, and and again, this is one of those touchy topics, where I'm not going to dive in politically because it's not a political show. Uh, but if they were to do even half, even fifty percent social medicine, or the option to have socialized medicine, like every other country in the world except for the U.S., where you didn't have to pay for your hospital thing. Right. Like, it's just taking care of, like, the sidewalks and the roads and the lights and all the other bullshit that we're already paying for. Right. Hey, why not lump that in, too, so we can, I don't know, live longer? And fix my broken hand that's yeah, been well, broken for that. two that's, years. That shit's gross. But, um, <laughs> the, uh, but, but then, you know, people, I think people would, I don't know, people would have more free time. I, I just, again, the whole, the whole conversation that we're having right now is we're burned out. Yes, because we're burning the candles at both ends. Not only we, of course, we have this podcast, which is a, a, a fun time for us to hang out and bullshit and talk and laugh. But then we have got regular forty-hour week jobs, and then we've got other side projects which take up all the rest of the days and the all the rest of the hours in the day. 
Does that make sense? Oh yeah, dude. It was just like um, like I finally had watched that movie Cocktail, and that old ass eighties movie Cocktail. Yeah, because like I yeah, you talked about this before. Did I did I flare. say the quote? No, I don't know if you did any quotes from it, but I know you were talking about uh, how but, they do flair, and that's right. what you do now. Um, so like, well, number one, Tom Cruise ain't got shit on me, but number two, <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, he was faked. It was. Uh, if you notice, every single time the camera cuts, he drops a bottle. But oh, this... bring up Tom Cruise later. I've got to tell you something about him. Okay. Um, but this quote, like, I felt it, bro. Like when this when this line was spoken in the movie, like, I felt that shit. To, I felt that shit to my core. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Hold on. You you felt a a, a line like. Like when he was spoke, like right, yeah, well, so, when he okay, said it, so, I was like, "That is the most truest statement." Okay, so I've you ever heard. Okay, so yeah, so this something that hit home with you, yeah, from the bartender's perspective. Yes. Okay, so I've set the scene up. So so it's he's sitting in Jamaica talking to his girlfriend, um, like okay. a patio bar or whatever. Got it. But yeah. He says, "You get a bar job to keep your days free for your real gig. After work, you're so charged up. Have a few drinks, you know. Hey, it's party time." Days get shorter and shorter, nights longer and longer. Before you know it, your life is just one long night with a few comatose daylight hours. Yeah, that's right. That is work in the night shift. Yeah, it's crazy. So It's so crazy, and it's so... In my opinion, I think there's a lot of... Like, when it comes to work um, hours and things like that, and, and jobs out there that people do, you know, that are detrimental to their health. Like, not good. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that causes uh, mental distress, and it causes people to be angry, and it causes you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how they always. I mean, this saying is super freaking old, but it's Go ahead. you know, do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, or whatever you know, and yep, and that's why we we're chasing the podcast, and we're we're doing our films and our projects outside of this and everything because you know, with doing that, you're having fun, you make your own schedule, it doesn't feel like a job, right? J O B just over broke <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like that's so it's just i don't know it, eventually you get burned out i think no matter what job you have okay so here's a here's which a is why i took a week off i have a question for you i just had to get away for a while i have a question for you though let's change, an let's change it let's change it up a little bit so let's say that if you couldn't do film projects let's just say let's just say hollywood's like over they're like, uh, we don't do that anymore. Nobody nobody does it anymore. Cameras are not a thing or for whatever reason. This is random. Okay. Random utopia, okay? All right. Here's my point. TVs were – all the TVs have been destroyed. All the TVs are destroyed. The the technology is broken and nobody can fix it and whatever. It's weird, weird question, but what would you do? Not what would you do like, what would you do? Oh, my God. What would we do? Not even that. Like, what would job would you do? Like, we've even think back to even when maybe when you were a child in your childhood days, when you were like before you picked up your first camera and realized, oh, filmmaking is the way we're going. Right. Like, you know, uh, what job do you think you would be doing? And or what job, what job would you do if I'd probably be if you got burned by filmmaking? Let's say cancel culture came around and jacked everything for you. What would you go do? I'd probably be a Venmo hooker. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We already established that you're a Venmo Um, hooker. So, no, 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 no. I, um, I'd probably uh, pick a career in music. I probably would have still been playing the guitar, and like I would have taken that path, and still did that. Yeah, probably. You know, entertaining is what I enjoy to do. You know, or even stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. 
you know um no but i'm saying like a regular like you would have to do a job that doesn't involve the entertainment business that's what i'm saying like there's no tv there's no movies there's no nothing hollywood's down so even stand-up comedy's out I've thought no about no entertainment. Like you, people, it's illegal to be entertaining. I mean, like I've, this podcast. I've, I've would be thought illegal. about um, trying to uh, be like a firefighter, and or like an officer, or like an EMT, or something like that. But it's just like couldn't see dead bodies every day. You know what I mean? Right? Like, yeah. That yeah, would it break would, it would, me. Yeah. Um, that would. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that, man. It's just too depressing. It's like it's like why I won't work for the news, the local news. So I don't hear about all that. It's that's depressing. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear about, you know, all the, the shootings or who died or, you know, stuff like that. There's no happy stories on the news. That's why John Krasinski came out with finally for some good news or whatever, the, the good news network. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking um, about? Yeah. Is it called? Had, it was a YouTube. It was a, he yeah. did a YouTube thing during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, finally, or for some good news or whatever. I think, yeah, it was just, just some good news. S- some good news, yeah. Or something like that. But, yeah, he uh, – that. <laughs> The SGN, yeah, some good news. He sold that. Yeah, he sold that. But, dude, like, think about how genius that was. Because, like, you watch the news now, and it's just, like, depressing oh, story after just, depressing story after depressing it's story. crazy. Dude, I have a buddy of mine. Go ahead. He never believed in, like, owning a gun or whatever. He was always all like, no, like, I'm going to fight with my own two hands type of thing. Right? He got a job with the local news as a video editor. Okay. Six months later, he had a concealed weapons carry and a pistol. Because <laughs> like, he was all like, dude, he's all like, yeah, I'll fight with my own two hands, but motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, you know what that's... I mean? So it's just like, I was like, yeah, dude, like, I, I don't blame you, man. He's like, and, he, and then finally he like, he got out of editing because he was just editing depressing story after depressing story. And he's all like, dude, it just, it started wearing down on my mental being and he just, he couldn't do it anymore. I was like, dude, I feel you. I was like, that's why I won't do it. See, and that, and that's the thing is that watching the news, watching the news here in the states is a different. It's a different mentality than watching it anywhere else in the world. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember being overseas. No, I know so. that. I know, but I'm just saying, like, like if you, and it, it's not that they don't. It's not that the uh, overseas or any other country doesn't show the bad stuff. They do, but a they don't. They don't push their opinion, or at least what I've seen, as far as I, what I've seen for news anchors, European news anchors, they don't push their own opinion into it, into the story. Right. Okay. They don't, in some cases, they don't even censor, like, crime scene photos. They're just like, here's what happened. This is what it looks like. So, you know, don't do that. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, in fact, this brings me to another story. Uh, when we were... Like in Spain, like when there was like a car accident. I don't know if I said this before. Or talked about this on the podcast. I don't think so. But we were in Spain. Like anytime we were in, when we were living in Spain, and there was a um, like a car accident on the road. Like you'd be driving, people get a car accident. You know, ah, screaming, somebody's on fire, whatever. The ambulance, meat wagon, whatever you want to call it, would show up. Here comes me wagon. Wee-oo, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it was. It was like a station wagon. It wasn't even yeah. like an ambulance. It was like a station wagon. Shows the Ghostbuster up. vehicle shows up. Yeah, with like two lights, <laughs> two dudes <laughs> jump out in like jumpsuits. And um, they go, they go to the accident and they go, oh, wow, this, and this, I don't know if it's still like this. This was many, many, many years, 20 plus years ago. They go, oh, wow, this sucks. 
the traffic would slow down like it would. Right. And you're going to get rubberneckers or looky-loos or whatever you want to call them to like slow it. Let me see. Let me see. You know, that type of thing. But here's the thing. In the U.S., they put a sheet over any dead body on the road. Right. Overseas, they were like, nope, this is what it looks like. This is why you should wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Go yourself. This is what we're doing. Like, so it was kind of like they kind of used it as like an advertisement to be like, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Right. You know, so uh, I know because every time we would drive, it's so funny. We would go, (laughs) we'd be driving and dad would be driving in in the, you know, driving the car. He's always the person driving. He would always just drive. So he'd be driving. Mom would be in the, mom would be in the passenger seat. We'd be in the back seat. This kids, you know, me, Grace and Rachel. And you being a baby was, you know, was just in a car seat, whatever. And anytime there was like, dad would be like, oh, there's an accident up ahead. And because of the fact that they would not cover up dead bodies and the whole scene was usually just a nightmare to look at, the rule of thumb when dad said, hey, there's an accident up ahead, everyone had to like close their eyes and like tuck their head down because the mom didn't want any of us kids to see like, a dead body. You know, we were like eight and nine. We don't want to be yeah. traumatized by real dead bodies four feet from the car. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she'd be like, okay. And so the mom even would close her eyes and like duck her head. Duck. She didn't want to see it. And then dad would be like, okay, it's clear. And then, of course, mom would pop up and go, what happened? What did it look like? <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. She doesn't want to see it. She just wants to describe. Yeah. Dad was so... Dad... Was every single time. Every single... I don't know why she bothered. Because every single time, she would go, what happened? She'd be driving. What happened? Okay, you, you be mom, and I'll okay. be dad. Okay, ready? We're driving. <gasps> what happened? <gasps> okay, yeah, yeah, just like that. Hold on. We're good driving. Up, up. Okay. All right, everybody. There's a there's an accident up ahead. Everybody, put your heads down. Put your heads down. Everybody's heads down. Okay, we're by... Okay. All right. We're okay. We're clear. Okay. What what happened? I don't know. I have my eyes closed. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was Dad's answer every time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was Dad's answer to her every single time. Oh, that's awesome. No matter what. So she <laughs> stopped asking. Um, that's hilarious. But uh, now yeah, I know where crazy. we get our I mean, comedy was, from. Yeah, I mean that was it was it was funny, and it but it was crazy. I remember that was one of the one of the dad or one of our dad jokes that i do remember because it was one of those in the moment type things he just said it and it was so funny but yeah so like everyone's curious i think a little bit about what project we have coming up some of you that know us personally do know the project that's coming up yes and that's finding good um but we're not gonna give out details on correct on any of it it's funny is that i was like i was talking with uh my with my roommate right um about it a little bit and he's got to be super excited yeah, because um, he's going to get more bartending shifts, especially. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, but no. So I I was talking to him about it, and we were on uh, on the way to go get my Harley because uh, I didn't end up going. We didn't end up going back to Lehigh and grabbing it last week. I just went to work mm-hmm. instead. So he was taking me to go get my Harley last night, and mom and dad have been bugging me to get the rest of my crap out. And I'm all like, okay, I don't have a car right now. Can't really care. Like I can't put stuff in my car and, you know, drive back and forth. I was all like, you want me to let, let me borrow your van. Right. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. But, um, 
So they've been bugging me and everything. And then with all the business meetings that we've had this week and everything, I just like look at Eric and I'm just all like, bro, like, there's like, they're bugging me to get everything out of their freaking house. I was like, I've got all these fucking business meetings. It was right. just like, and I just started losing my mind like Jim Carrey in, uh, in uh, Bruce Almighty. It's like, not during sweeps week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's super exciting and everything. You know, it's just like, it's always. To me, this is always the nerve-wracking part of it all, is mm-hmm. getting started. Getting started. You know what I mean? It's the most exciting part, but also the most nerve-wracking because it's the pre-production. It's all like, okay, now we've got to figure out the locations. we got to, you know, you got to make the budget. you got to make the schedule. you got to make, you know, th- right. like the, the equipments list, the whole, you know, the whole preliminary thing. And it's all like, okay, now we're getting started. It's a lot of it's the It's kind of a pain the in the paperwork. ass. It's a, it's, it's a big pain in the ass. It's the paperwork. It's the, it's the, the scheduling with the meetings and stuff and still trying to, you know, do your day job. And when all you can think about is what you got going out. That's all you want to do. Because that's all you want to do. Because that's all you want to do. You know, so even whenever somebody, like, looks at me and they're like, let me get a Captain and Coke. And I start pouring the Captain and I'm all like, oh, man, you know what we do need on set? (laughs) (laughs) And then I I pour the Captain and I'm all like, oh, crap. Captain Soda? (laughs) Yeah. You know, Captain and Cranberry? What, what, What was it that you wanted? So... Um, but it is, it's, it's super exciting, but you know, and we can't really discuss, like, like you said, we can't really discuss any of that on here. Just stay tuned. If you follow us on, uh, social media on Instagram, then you would already have a little bit more information than what we're going to be able to tell you on here. So find us on social medias. So (laughs) there you go. Nice. Good plug. There you go. So moving on. Yes. Moving on. Um, I bumped into one of the actors from Hanging Millstone. I'm sorry. Recently. No, no, no. One of the good ones. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's, Don't know uh, still which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, sorry. It's funny. He's, okay. he's got... He actually... I talked with him and everything like that. And yep. he, uh, he's got his own comic book uh, publishing company now. Company? Or he works with a company? No, he started his own publishing company. Nice. Nice. And he's like, he's got comics coming out for the next two years straight, like already planned out and going. Like he has a publishing company, company like a real legit like yes. comic book show. Like he's officially started one, yeah. And for the next two years, he's got comics coming out now. It was, uh, it all started Ooh, on Kickstarter. That makes me wonder now. You know how my brain works. Yep, I know exactly how your brain and you works. You know, I'm already thinking of like the cartoon characters we already have. And putting out one, at least a comic. A special edition comic? Yeah. Yeah, we can... Let's talk with... But, yeah, he's doing... He, hmm. he started it on Kickstarter. What would the story the be about? That he need, and he's got multiple artists and stuff already working on comics Perfect. all the time. Perfect. Like, Perfect. You know like what? I've he's got, doing super well with it. I've got another comic friend. Um, i got another comic... You know this already, but people might not know. I've got another comic friend. He did uh, Angry Birds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, the Fruit Ninja comics. Yeah, dude, I just got uh, Angry Birds on VR. Is it fun? Oh, it's so much fun, dude. Because you're standing there. Is and it you... from the movie or is it from the the no, regular it's the game? game? No, I know, but I mean, is it the character like the characters from the movie look different from the game? How they changed them? You saw that or no? No. Okay, so it's probably just the regular game, the yeah. standard game. Okay, but it's like you, it's VR, so you actually have the slingshot and you gotta. Sl- oh, you gotta do the birds. You gotta That's actually cool. shoot the birds with the slingshot. I thought it was mad cool. Okay, but if we did come up, let's go back. If we did come up with a comic book, what would the story be? 
Like, people already know what our comic characters look like. So what kind of predicament would we have them in? We clearly would need Steve the Raccoon. Yeah. We would clearly need Steve Raccoon to be part of the show. We would need P.D. Peacock to be part of the show. We would need Chief Lee to be in the show. So we have some characters. And probably more by the time this podcast comes out. I think I got it. What what would be the what would be the predicament that our characters would get into? Do you think we do the first Ray Hart road down, but we get like lost. a road trip, but we get lost. Okay, so it's like a without a paddle type of thing. So we like just like we Both would start the, the comic. So we would just start the comic with us just automatically like RV broken down in the desert, just start there or in the woods, because we got more woods than critters. Critters, critters right, 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 right. Wow, that reminds me of South Park. <laughs> We fucking show up at the Woodland Critters or summoning Satan. <laughs> like, whoa. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so uh, here, let's keep going. Let's, so our characters are broken down. What, we're, fucking, what, we're doing a fucking elevator pitch for everybody yeah, on let's Patreon? Do it. Let's do it. on fucking no, let's talk, podcast. Here, here All right, go. yeah. yeah let's here we go. Do, this is how a writer's here's room works. How, here's we're going to show would, you firsthand how a writer's room works. What would our comic, it doesn't have to be very long, but what would the characters, what, what would be the dilemma? We broke down. Okay, so we, our characters are driving in an RV. Yep. They broke down in the forest and yeah because uh because i knew a shortcut of course because you knew a shortcut (laughs) and it was probably bullshit yep and you heard it and you heard about the shortcut from a guy the night before at the bar yep and he was and he was like some like oh no you don't have to do that just go up over the mountain it's way quicker yeah he was just like a creeper guy and he was just like yeah just do that and you're like okay sounds good and then i'm you're we're, I'm like looking at the map, and I'm like, "Hey, this is not." There we go. And this we is stumbled. not the right way. This is not the right way. And the GPS is all like, "Re, you know, what is it? Rerouting? <laughs> yeah, rerouting, rerouting. <laughs> turn left now yeah. off the cliff. Yeah, turn. <laughs> you turn. You turn when available. You turn when available. I'm like, dude. Even, even, even the GPS lady is telling you we're going the wrong way, and you're like, "No, I got this. Guy told me about the shortcut." And now we're lost. Yeah, we get out of the RV and I'm looking at the map, and then what happens? We start walking. Oh, now we're, so we're leaving the RV. Leaving the RV. So clearly, we ran out of gas, or we broken. It's broke down. It's broke down. And now we're now we're going, and we leave the RV. We start walking, and we come across a cave, a cabin, a cabin with the guy from the bar. With the guy, it's now, his cabin. Now it just got creepier. <laughs> <laughs> now your friend from the bar is like, "You made it." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or a cave. Yeah, we could do totally. We could totally do a cave. Either one. Well, you get a pick: cave or cabin. Well, the cabin could have the guy at and the bar. He, okay, and he tells us that we have to go through the cave. There you go. Oh, see, see yeah. how that works. Yeah, there you go. So he's all like, "Yeah, you guys are you're halfway there. To get through the mountain, you have to go through the cave." Okay. Okay. So we go into the cave. We're we're, we're just like, oh, what what's what could this possibly be? And then we find what. Steve the raccoon. Steve the raccoon, who's in the process of trying to take what? The beef jerky in my back pocket. Okay, he's fighting me for it. <laughs> so I'm like looking at, at him, like because Steve the raccoon's a jerk. So I'm like looking at cave drawings or something weird, graffiti or whatever that's inside the cave, and you're fighting Steve fighting the raccoon. a raccoon, Steve the raccoon. Okay. Uh, well, then what? Then what happens? So yeah, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> I've given you so much. Okay, so we got a jumping off point. Let's just say that we got a jumping off point. 
we'll uh, I think we'll leave it open ended. Yeah, I think we'll I, hey see if somebody else can come up with something out there <laughs> in podcast land. Uh, we'll just leave the story open ended and. And if it develops, it develops, and then I'll draw it. What out. else do we find in the cave? I don't know. Does the cave have a? Does it have? What if it's a fork like the, in the cave? What if and we don't like know a, which way we have to go? And now we got to split up. No. What if it's the Goonies? Like, what if it's like the Goonies, where we find like water and we find a pirate ship? There you go. Yeah. See. Why not that? Why not? Okay. So what we if find, we don't? What if we don't find a pirate ship? What if? What if we? What if we find Bigfoot? What if we don't? What if we just find? What if we just find a treasure map? Oh, there you go. And we say. Fuck the Ray Hart Road down. Fuck the road trip. Let's find the treasure. Yeah. What if Bigfoot gave us the treasure map? You want? He said you character? found us. Like you want? Fuck it. Why like, not? Like Bigfoot's just like hello there, <laughs> hello children. Like he's not a chef. Let's he, take a, Have you seen Tenacious D? <laughs> Let's take a dip in the Strawberry River. Um. <laughs> no. All right, so we'll leave it open there. So we find something in the cave. We're, we're gonna leave the story there. We'll just do. We'll just piece it together a little bit at a time. Oh, what if? But my, the idea would be okay. So the long story short is the idea would be to make this into a comic book. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see if our guy can make it happen. I'll draw the whole thing. I'll draw the whole thing, and we'll write it out. And if if any of anybody listening wants to submit ideas for the comic book, please do. Yeah, let's do it. Let's like let's let the fans help write the story. So far, we've broken down in the woods. We've come across a creepy guy in a cabin who sent us into a cave that's supposed to be a quote-unquote shortcut to where were we going? L.A.? Where were we going? Uh, a podcast convention. Okay. So we're going to a podcast convention. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So we're going to a podcast or convention. Or no, we were in the RV, right? Yeah. We're going to... We were... We were... I'm down for the podcast convention. Yeah, okay. Yeah, podcast convention. Let's that's easy. That. Yeah. That's so easy. we'll just do that. And uh, clearly we're not going to make it. So... <laughs> So then we're in a cave and we find blank. So we'll let the pa- we'll let Patreon or we'll let uh, whoever <laughs> fill in the blank. You know, this is going to be turned into one giant Mad Lib for the, a comic yeah, exactly. Book. Let's yeah. do the rare rundown Mad Lib. That's what this is. And yep. if it and if it develops into a cool story, I'll oh draw God. the comic out so this and we'll make awesome. the story. So we'll, we'll make we'll it do, available for everybody. What we'll do is we'll just we'll we'll have a little bit on each episode. Yeah, and we'll leave it blank. We'll let the uh, viewers decide. And then we'll continue on a little bit from there and then leave it blank again and then let them do it every week until we have a full comic book. Right. And then whichever answer we pick, we'll take that person's name and they'll get uh, credit in the comic book. Yeah. And we'll do that all for season three since this is the first episode of season three. Yep. Okay. Sounds great. There we go. So there you go. You heard it. You heard it just now happened. Ray Hart Rundown Mad Libs uh, project. So we're going to start there. So Help you, us got, build a comic book. Yeah, let's build a comic. Let's build a comic. If you want to be part of the comic, you just got to come up with something cool. We find what in the cave, inside the cave. That's where you we're know, at. Let's let's let's. We could just start it breaking down in the woods. Maybe somebody has a better idea as to what happens to us in the woods on the way. You want to start there? We can back it up. You could do either it's our one. Story. We can do whatever the hell we want. We can do either one. Let's let's. It's if we if somebody gives us the cave idea and we love that idea, then we'll go with that. If somebody gives us a better idea for the woods, you could start anywhere you want in the story. Go. Choose your own adventure style. Okay. Yep. So yeah, anybody comes up with a better idea, great. Hit us up again, hit us up on social media. Uh you can even email your idea to rayhartrundown at gmail, and that will uh also give us the information that we need so that we can get uh this comic book done. And by the end of season three, hopefully we'll have one big comic put together. And it'll, like it, and it'll be done by everybody who wants to help. Yep. And let's try to make it funny and crazy and weird. It doesn't matter what your crazy idea is, even if it's, even if you think it's dumb or stupid or whatever. Just 
submit it. We might think it's great. And I tell you what, make uh, it if your part of the story has been chosen to lead into the comic book, you'll receive a free copy of the comic. Right. When it's done, anybody who's anybody who's not only will have their name in the comic, but we'll get them a copy of it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like that idea. I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's do. Let's move on to filthy trivia. All right. Okay. So I've got two filthy trivia's here. Uh, we're gonna have to start with this one. They kind of they kind of go together. So I kind of want to if I get if I say the other one first, and it'll kind of give away the answer. They kind of fit together a little bit. So here we go. Let's start the music. And you ready? Yeah. And uh, here we go. There's a rare disorder that causes people to forget the previous 24 hours of their life immediately after they do one of the following. A. Orgasm. B. Sneeze. C. Fart. Or D. Yawn. So they do one of those four things, and they previously forget the last 24 hours. And this is a real rare disorder. I'm going to say sneeze. Is sneeze your... It's orgasm, sneeze, fart, or yawn. Is sneeze your final answer? I really hope it's not orgasm, because that would be awkward. (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Like, one night stand, you orgasm? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Final answer? Uh, I'm going to say sneeze, because I feel like it's like a jolt to the head. Okay. Hits the brain and makes you... Just clean slates you for the past 24 hours. So, sneeze, final answer. Unfortunately not. Oh, no shit. It is orgasm. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, that's so awkward. There's a rare disorder that causes people to forget their previous 24 hours of their life. Just the previous 24 immediately after they orgasm. That's awkward. So you'll never know how you met that person. (laughs) (laughs) That one night stand. Good luck with that. Uh, I don't know what the order... Unfortunately, I don't know what the rare disorder is called. Uh, That part, I didn't have included with this information, but... I'm curious, though. I'm curious of, uh, how many people actually have that rare disorder. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people in the in the world? All right. You want if to- you have this rare disorder, please email <laughs> us. Yeah, at- yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> please tell your story. This is not one of those type of shows. <laughs> oh, but it can be. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the shame of life. Are we ready for this? Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Bring it. The shame of life. Uh, the card game of weird conversations you can get your copy of the shame of life at the shame of uh, when you go to the shame of use code rundown 20 if you use code rundown 20 you can get 20 percent off of the works now the works is all of the rate is all of the shame of life cards yep. uh the main game Everything. and all of the expansions. all of the expansions coming so it's called the works. You get all of it, and you get twenty percent off if you use Rundown Twenty. So shameoflife.com, Rundown Twenty. Get yourself twenty percent off. Get yourself these cards. They're a great game. They're great. They're fun to play with family. So much fun to play at a bar. Yeah, it's so, so crazy. Much these fun. are perfect. So the game, the questions. Keep in mind, even though we read these some of these cards on our show, there's a lot of them we won't. Yeah, we're not going to read because we want you to find them. We want you to have fun with your family and and yep. and whatnot. So again, there's. So many, so, cards. Many. <laughs> so many cards. So here we go. This card that I just pulled is Debate. Uh, this card was actually made by another fan of The Shame of Life named Phil from Blackpool, uh, United Kingdom. 
And his debate question was, what's the worst question to be asked on a first date? It's kind of a good one. It's kind of a good one. Because what's the shittiest thing either somebody's ever asked you or what's the worst thing you could possibly ask on a first date? Now, a lot of people are probably going to by default say your ex. Yeah. That's kind of a that's kind of a cop out in my opinion. Yeah. Um like everybody's to ask about exes. Everybody's got an ex. So, I mean, um, let's be honest, like that's immediately you start you go start to go down that road and it's just chaos. How many people have you been with? That's oh, a, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a tough one that I'm just like I don't want to play that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um the worst question, yeah. That's that would definitely be one of them. Um Honestly, first dates. Yeah. If you start asking like, "Oh, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids?" Like if those types of questions where Immediately it's like you shut down. Oh yeah, hands down. Because Whenever they're just all like, "Oh, so do you see yourself getting married?" Or like, okay, "What are you looking are, for?" And I'm just like, "But like, see, this are, is a first date. We're like, let's get to know who we are, who each other are." Right, well, you know I mean, what I mean? Here's the thing: is that some people, just, you know, want to know to those. Them. They want to know before they go any further. Right. You know, because if they're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm looking for, if you say I'm looking for a relationship, I'm looking for something steady, they're like, cool, so am I, and they know they can move forward. Right. But if you go, that's, that's they different. don't want to be, but they don't want to be, they don't want to be hit with, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. Right. You know, because if, if you, if they say, oh, what are you looking for? Are you looking to get married or are you looking to do this? And you say, I'm not looking for anything serious. Well, it's different between. the standard of right. what the date is. But what I mean, like, not to say that I don't, I wouldn't want anything serious. Right. I just don't really want to have kids <laughs> like, okay but you, you know say and that. i don't like you know and it's like i don't know if i want to get married because why do you have to put a contract on something when if you just want to spend the rest of your life with that person spend the rest of your life with them like right you, don't have, okay. you know what i mean like yeah. so yeah. different things like that but you know things change with different people sometimes you're just like i fucking love you so much let's just let's have a contract so you can take half my shit yeah so, like, <laughs> so like, neither of us can leave you know what i mean yeah. right like i get it I, I i understand and things change as years go on and then sometimes you're just like oh i don't want to have kids and you meet that person it's all like i want to fucking raise a miniature you like i get yeah, it yeah, yeah. i understand it you know um but i just don't think that that's first date discussion talk <laughs> you don't think so no um, what to you is first date discussion talk just like just like it's first date. i don't know i dude it was last time i was on a first date yeah. So <laughs> you tell me. Um, first date is just like into the like. Oh, where'd you grow up? Where'd you like getting to know a person? Like, what do they do, like to do? What do they you know? What so do you they would do dive living? And would you dive? So you would dive in their childhood? Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. You know, know what I mean? I don't like, know. Oh, no, I don't yeah. know. What makes you you? Type right. of thing. Not what do you want? What do you what do you see? Where do you see yourself in ten years? It's like what's this fucking job? Yeah, but people do that. (laughs) I mean, a lot of people do that. They want to know what the future holds for you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if you're like, oh well, live life. You know, live life to the extreme. I do extreme shit. You know, and they know what to look. They know what they're getting into. I had one girl, dude. It was like first conversation I had with her. She goes, "What are you looking for?" And I'm like, "Success." Nice. What'd she say? Oh, me too. No, she was like, I'm looking to get married and have kids. I was all like, I'm looking to go to Bora Bora. So <laughs> She's like, me too. <laughs> yeah. So I was all like, so we didn't talk after that. <laughs> Ever again. Like, no, yeah, we never talked okay, again. Okay, but, that set, but set, that set the standard. Right. Because you guys clearly recognized that you were on two different sides of the, of the fence here when right. it came to what you're expecting in the relationship, which is a good thing. So maybe that question of like, 
you know, it's where do you see so- yourself in 10 years or what yeah. are you looking for is a good one. But what's the worst? What's the worst thing? I think some of the worst things would would be personal stuff, like really deep personal stuff that you wouldn't want public to know. <laughs> what's the worst thing to ask? What's your deep, deepest, darkest secret? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like that's... What a, skeletons do what, you have? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like uh, just some crazy shit, just like... Because, I mean... You, I mean. So, what are you into? Pegging? What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I like a guy who thinks ahead. Uh, two pineapple juices, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's gonna get that joke, but yeah, uh, right. <laughs> oh man. But no, I don't know. It's just I feel like the first date should be just fun. You know what I mean? Just like just be, just enjoy pu- enjoy each other's company. I think it should be carefree, and I very much think that the whole sit down and have dinner, and it creates this interview type right mentality. Right. I think is, I think a is I think it's the old way old way of doing things. I think it's right. old school, and it's I mean it's classic because it's like okay, you know what you both are there for, right? You know, but in the same token. I guess it would depend on the are, date too. Yeah, you both are kind of you both are going to be kind of reserved, right? Because you're like oh, I'm trying to I mean, you know, I'm trying to be impressive. I'm trying not to, you know, fart at this dinner table or you know anything like that. that. Right. But I know the run- ongoing joke um, for some of the geek and meme type websites that I see is uh, they say, "Oh, take your date, your first date, <laughs> take her to a water park so you can see her without the makeup." <laughs> nice. That's smart. <laughs> Is it though? Like now with all this waterproof makeup, really? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, what? I mean, that's again, that's a shallow thing to <laughs> to be about. But right. but yeah, I think it needs to be, bro. It needs but, to be fun and need, whatever it is. Because you here's the other thing: you want to see how anytime you're on a date, you want to see how the person reacts to certain situations. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you want to you want to see. And even if you're dating a person, you want to see how they are around family. You want to see how they are with their family. You want to see how they are around the holidays. So you kind of like, it's almost like you, it's almost like you take the first date and you kind of stretch it out mentally. You kind of, I think everybody does this is I think you kind of stretch it out through the whole first year because you look for that. uh, Am I going to be able to deal with this? Am I going to be able to handle them doing this? And you go, and if your head, if your head is like, yo, no, I'm not gonna be able to, then then you end the relationship, right? You know, but if like you're you're okay with that level of crazy, then <laughs> then you're like, we'll keep going. But I think again, I think it's every you have to handle every birthday, every you know. So I think it's like almost like the first date is prolonged in my head. It would be prolonged to an entire year. But I don't see. I've always had know. I've always Things had this theory. Now. I've always had this theory. Go ahead. Okay. That. Every guy is an asshole. Okay. And every woman is a bitch. Okay. You have to fair find you have, you have to find your asshole to bitch ratio. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got you just got to find your ratio. Like that, that's all it is. How, how much how, you can handle? How much you can handle? How you much know? of how much of an asshole are your you guy compared to your a guy bitch? can be or how big of a bitch you you can let her be. Right. Before you go, yeah, I can't deal. Right. I guess so that. if you find the perfect ratio, you found the perfect match. Yeah. Stay. Yeah. What are you doing? I you know? That. So that that's always been my theory. 
So you're still looking for your bitch, huh? Still looking <laughs> for my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, that was a weird. Uh, we I don't think we've ever talked about dating in this in this in this show ever. I don't Only my relationships. Oh yeah, <laughs> way back when we did Adam relationships. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was an awkward segment. Always an awkward segment. Yeah. Okay, let's I just go. I don't even know the full what? stories of which I've told. I don't know either. And I and we've gone through I've two got, seasons I've got now. A lot of Adam stories still left over. Like when I found uh okay, that's... we've got we've gone through 48 episodes, one bonus episode, 48 episodes. Did uh, I ever tell you about the girl that um Asked me for like a cigarette at Circle K at three in the morning. I think you told me. I don't know if you've told it on this store on this show. Let's see. You get okay. You get to pick. We got uh, still another filthy trivia, and we still have another shame of life. Card. I want to do a shame of life. You want to do another topic yeah. of shame of life? Okay. Yeah, because I have a I have a topic that I want to talk to you about as well. It's gonna get weird. So. Awesome. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing another Shame of Life card. This is from the re, uh, not the Return of the Shame deck. This is actually from the Back to School deck. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll bring on um, the stories. Back to School, so it's going to be, a, yeah, it's, a, no, it's another flashback. <laughs> uh, here we go. Shame of Life card. Describe your unrealistic childhood aspirations. So, you remember back when you were a kid, what's something when you were a kid you were like, I'm doing this. This is what, when I grow up, I'm going to fill in the blank. I know mine right out the gate. As soon as, as soon as I saw the card, I knew what it was. I actually brought it up the other day when we were at your house. Do you want me to just go right into it? Yeah, go right like into still it. Thinking. All right, cool. So when I was a kid, and like I said in the past, I think I've taken I've taken all of the art classes that were available to me. So yeah. art was a big thing. Uh, even when I was a young, even when I'm the younger, younger kid, art was a big thing. Learning to draw and being able to draw cartoons and things, I would learn. Like I would look at comics and like not trace them, but I would try to like replicate the pictures, but not perfectly. I would try to like replicate in what I thought was my own style, which now you can see is our Rayhart Rundown logo. That style. Yeah. Uh, so I would imitate certain things. I would imitate Garfield characters. I would imitate Heathcliff. I would imitate. Um, Archie, you know, those comics, the Riverdale Archie comics. And so uh, this whole thing, and so my whole, since I was little, I mean, far back, way far back, way, way, like, as far back as I can freaking remember, probably, I was like, I I remember watching a Disney, I don't know what film it was, but I remember watching a Disney film and going, what's this? Holy crap, this is, like, this is a cartoon movie? Like, this is a movie that's a cartoon? Not just a little show? You know, and mom and dad were like, yeah, this is a Disney movie where we're going to watch them, like a whole movie. And like going to the theater, I think it was. I don't I don't remember what the movie was by any stretch of them. I wish I did because it would bring more substance to this story I'm telling. But I don't remember what it was because I saw so many. And I just remember as a little kid thinking to myself like, wow, you can make an entire movie out of drawings. That's that's like that. That's amazing to me. Like I want to do that. And then I saw, like, on they had this thing back when I was a kid called The Wonderful World of Disney. It would come on, like, Sunday nights, and they, the whole family would sit around and watch it. And it was, like, either a, a movie or an episode or, it was like, a movie like Mary Poppins or Bedknobs and Broomsticks or whatever. But in some cases, they would have, like, the art of, you know, uh, art of Imagineering or whatever, and they would show Disney artists drawing. 
like you know doing their drawings and, and doing Pinocchio I think it was or I think Pinocchio was the movie and I remember seeing that and I was like oh I want to be a Disney artist that's what I want to do I just want to be a Disney artist I'm going to do the Disney art thing I'm just going to grow up and be a Disney artist so I started taking all the art I could do all the art classes I started trying to get I got books on how to draw I try to you know emulate those uh, look at like how to do shading how to do painting whatever i was i was like i gotta learn it all because i'm sure disney's gonna make me do everything like in my head i was gonna have to create my own disney movie by myself somehow as a little kid i was like i gotta figure it out so i just kind of dove head first into it and we went as a family this was whew, um probably right probably right before we went to Spain, maybe. So I was like 10 or 11, maybe, I think it was. And we went to Disney World. We went to um, Disney's, at the time, Disney's Hollywood Studios or Disney MGM Studios, I think it was called at the time. We went there and they had a tour at the time. They don't have it now, unfortunately. But at the time, they had a tour where you would go and walk this tour and it would take you behind the scenes of like movies and stuff, like actual like the backlot tour type thing where it would show you. And I was like, oh, wow. They would take you through a prop house where they had actual props hanging behind cages and you could see them. And I was, and again, this is what sparked the movie thing, like nine or 10 years old. It started happening. And they, at the, the final tour, in the, they would take you through the Disney animators, like cubicles, and you would see them sitting in there doing stuff, depending on what time of day you went, clearly. Right. And then, the sh- and then it ended with everyone in a, in a small room with a Disney animator sitting there and he would draw like Winnie the Pooh or he would draw Mickey Mouse or he would draw and you would see it on the monitor and he would just draw it right there in front so you could watch him do it and then he would turn and say you have any questions like and so immediately I was like f- front row you know I'm like looking at what kind of pencils he's using I'm looking at like oh what kind of paper is that I got a question right away I'm like Hey, um, and he's like, go ahead. What's your question? And I was like, uh, I like, I, when I grow up, I want to be a Disney animator. What do I need to learn or what do I need to do to become a Disney animator so that I can sit in there with those guys and do that? And the whole place kind of like, it was, it was, it was kind of a great question because at that point, a lot of the adults in the room were like, oh yeah, like how, how does someone, you can't just apply, like you know, assuming college and everything at the time. And the Disney animator guy—I don't remember his name—but the Disney animator guy, he he stops, he thinks about it for a minute, and he looks at me, and I don't, and I, I know this is so not Disney, and I don't know what he was going for here, but he goes, "You can't." I went, "Wait, what? How are you doing it?" Then? Like. Like, immediately I'm questioning it. Like, wait a minute. No, all those people we just walk by are doing it. Like, clearly you can't. He's like, he's like, I don't, there's no way, there's no path to this. There's no way to get here. He's like, Disney just picks you. It's easier, he told me this, and I'll never forget it. It's easier to get selected for a Major League Baseball team than to come animate for Disney. Oh, shit. Crushed. Nine years old, crushed. <laughs> I was so angry. 
Because I take so many years to learn shit. I was so pissed at, at animation. I was so pissed at drawing. I didn't want to do. I didn't want to draw shit ever again. See, like me, um, I was like, I, fuck. I, it. I wanted to be everything. At one point in time, like I wanted to go to space. I wanted to be an astronaut. Okay. One point in time, I wanted to be a cop. At one point in time, when I was real little, I thought I was a cowboy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. There was, there's so many things that I wanted to be. I wanted to be a stage actor at one point. I wanted mm-hmm. to be then a movie actor. I wanted to be a movie director. I wanted to be in the military. I wanted to be a para-jumper for tactical search and rescue for the Air Force. I wanted, you know, like, there was a lot of things that I wanted to do. Um, yeah, at one point, I just wanted to be a writer. Right. You know, um, I knew that I... I didn't want to have a boss. I knew okay. that much. Right. Um, like for certain. And then when I got older and I started getting jobs, I really decided I didn't want to have a boss. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. Not me. I don't want to work here. Yep. You know. Um, but no. But what's one like, that stuck I out? Want- okay. So that you say that, oh, I want to be everything. At well, yeah, at, time, at one point, yeah. every little kid wanted to be a cop. Every little kid wanted to be a cowboy. Right. Every little kid wanted to be, you know, an astronaut. Whatever, because you get that sense. Usually, you go on a school field trip. You see this coolness happen, you know, or something like that. And you go, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. But is there one particular one that stuck out? Like I said, for me, it was the Disney animator thing until, you know, decided to, you know, be a fucking Disney dream crusher or whatever. <laughs> I mean, um, clearly, I clearly dove back into art. I mean, I've said that on this podcast before. I dove dude, back into point, art. Dude, at one point, going, I wanted to be a stuntman. I could see that for you. I could totally see that for you. Yeah. I could see that for you still. I, I totally wanted to be a stuntman. Because, like, if we do, if we get into acting, I would like to try some of my own stunts. I would like to do some of my own stunts. You, it's Probably that, not all of that's them. That's one of those things where there's it, gonna it, be, is a, there's it is be, a class. <laughs> there is going to be some of them where I go, fuck that i'm not doing that they're like nope. you're gonna you're nope. gonna jump it's six stories you're gonna jump we're gonna catch you on this six foot by six foot balloon no <laughs> no we're not we're not doing that okay give him the 12 by 12 balloon that's fine how about the 12 by 12 you want to do the 12 by 12 like you know what i mean like no some of that shit like no i'm not doing that but some of the other stuff if i like if i gotta like ride a horse and then fucking jump off and roll like you know like shit like that yeah fine i'm not jumping off a tall building not without a parachute <laughs> <laughs> not doing that you know but um but different things like that like I, I wanted to be a stuntman all because of something that you said to me wow so this was yeah another so one of my was, brilliant uh, genius moments you were, as a you were kid. the, you were the one on. that told me what a stuntman was okay what was the definition i gave because i i want to be <laughs> let, let's keep it we were kids we were so wa- there's we a were, good chance we that were I, watching this, teen this wolf. was bullshit we were watching teen wolf Okay, so we're watching T with Michael J. Fox, the Michael old J. Fox. 1980s, whatever. Got and it. there's one scene where he's riding on top of the van. Yes. Right. And it's not him. And I said, I want to do that. And I said, it's not him. And you said, <laughs> and you said, that's called a stuntman. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be a stuntman. Yeah. And so I started at that point jumping off of shit. Just started <laughs> like par- parkour. Parkouring. <laughs> like, no, but like I was a kid. So by parkour, it legit looked like the office parkour. <laughs> it's like jumping off the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and just like different stuff like that. So, yeah, it's funny is that, you know, what you say that and I could totally. Looking back now, I remember this. I remember the moment. Yeah, because you, you even that. said he was riding on top of the car. I'm like, yeah, yep. I remember the moment. <laughs> I remember the moment saying it because I remember seeing it. I remember even seeing it in your face of like this. 
this mesmerizing awe of like, oh, like that's a real person. You can actually do that. You know, right. do that. It's like, it, dad won't let me do that. I want yeah. to do that. And here's the cool part is <laughs> like, that the stunt person, surprisingly enough, in a lot a lot of the movies now, especially with the Marvel movies, the stunt person is on is on camera for all that cool action shit you yeah. see happening. And the actor is just off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> and in some cases, the actor's face is put on theirs. Like it, digitally, digitally. Yeah, digitally yeah. enhanced onto theirs just so it'll look like it. It's it's bananas. But um, but yeah, the stuntman thing. Yeah, I could talk to it. You know what's funny is that you say that now and I, I'm looking back and I'm like, oh man, I should have like pushed me to be a stuntman. Well, it's not so much push you to be a stuntman, but it's like, I think that would have been, I would, that would have been perfect because that would have been a great angle for you to get into the business with. Yeah. Hell, I could have been on Jackass forever. You could have been on Jackass forever, which they <laughs> just dropped their trailer for. Yeah. Looks good, man. It does look good. Uh, the I'm new excited. Jackass forever. I can't wait. Super, super stoked about that. And so it comes out in October, I think it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so awesome. Yep. Alrighty. All right. Dude, so I have a question for you now, okay? Because somebody had been brought had brought up uh, our past short films. Okay. Right? And th- then we ended up getting on the topic of that show, Black Mirror. Have you seen that show? I've never seen it because I've heard so much about it. I was like, this is not one of those shows for me. I'm not one of the ones that want to watch a freaky-ass show. I barely got through, I don't want to say this, but I barely kind of got through American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I watched, I, the, I love American Horror. Story. I watched the Freak Show well, one. I think it was them. the Freak Show yeah. one. I thought that one was great because it was kind of genius the way they did it. Right. And I started. I watched the whatever the uh, the cult one. Uh, oh, I didn't care for that one with the election and all that bullshit. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I was thinking of the uh, Cov- covenant. Yeah, or whatever with I the witches. I didn't yeah, care. For I don't that know, but I don't know that. And I, I tried to watch the hotel one, and I was like, "This is dumb." Hotel one, I stopped halfway through. I was I like, "This that was dumb." Two. I was no, like, this my is favorite weird. one is the second season, The Asylum. Okay, that one is probably my favorite season. That one, Freak Show, um, and Murder out. House. The first one was cool, but with Black Mirror, every single episode. Is just a short film. It's an hour long short film. Okay, so it's just right? it's different. There's no reoccurring characters. Nope, no reoccurring okay. characters. It's all just different stories. All right, but it's every single one of them is just fucked up. Okay, <laughs> um, I've only seen a few episodes, and one of them was brought up to me. It was about the virtual reality, right? So there's a virtual because it's all uh, most of them are futuristic, right? Right, and. This guy starts playing this new tech of VR, but it completely fully... It basically puts you into the game. Not like VR does where, yeah, it puts you into the game. But this, like, puts you into the game. So is it a headset you wear or is it like a, like a Star Trek holodeck thing where you walk around? You it's Okay, so it's a headset that you put on, but it acts like the holodeck. Where you okay. walk around, okay. right? So that's what I mean by it puts you into the game because you actually feel like you're walking around in this situation. Okay. And this guy and his buddy start uh, playing this fighting game or whatever. Right. And they play it and whatever, and then they go back and forth or whatever, and then it's like they're playing a few times, and then finally they're like they're playing again, and they're these two female chicks, and they run up to each other, and then they stop, and then they start making out. What? And then they start like doing sex VR stuff? fucking. Great. And so that was going to be <laughs> my question is, would you try virtual reality sex oh. if that became a thing? Wow. Like like Demolition Man style as well. So like even if it was like here's futuristic. The cra- here's, like, the crazy part about, here's the crazy part about virtual reality sex is that 
it, it's the the big <laughs> and I think I've seen I've seen jokes on the internet about this is that it could be a dude on the other end for me, you know? Right. It could be a dude. It could be two dudes. And right, which, which like is the movie thinking, gamer, but, but thinking that the other one's a female, like you the know. movie gamer or whatever. That big dude in the basement had control of, yeah, you know, the female. So it's, I don't know. May, I mean, maybe I ever thought. I've never thought. I guess I never thought about it. Virtual reality. I don't know. Well, I mean, not to even say that it's like, like or virtual like reality, I said, like a preloaded situation. Well, like, like even if it was like like Demolition Man. Did you remember that movie? Yeah, I do. Remember whenever she's all like, oh, I was wondering if you would like to have intercourse. He's all like, yeah, let's, let's you know, Sylvester Stallone, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know? And then they put on the freaking headsets. He rips it off. He goes, what is that? He goes, I was talking about the old school way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and all of that. So it was just like something like that where you just put on these two matching headsets or whatever and then you can have. I mean, I would try. I mean, here's, you know, would I try it? Yeah. I would probably try it once to see what the, you know, like like you said, like the Demolition Man version of right. it, you know, to see what it's all about. But I don't think I don't know. I don't I don't know. I I feel like <laughs> technology getting in the way of human interaction. Right. Like it's already bad enough that we've got phones attached to our hips, and we're being tracked all the time, and we're you know constantly being fed information. But to now to disconnect from actual human interaction and require, I mean, essentially, a, you know, a computer to do it for us. Right. That's, I don't think so, bro. Again, I would try it. I would try it once. You ready say, for this? Okay. And then probably say, you ready for this? Fuck it. Go ahead. They have it. I don't doubt that they have it. <laughs> Not the Demolition Man version, but uh, a friend of mine had actually said it to me as a as a it's, as a gag joke no, or whatever. It's on like it's on Pornhub, I think. It's on Steam. No, that's VR porn where you just sit back, you look around and there's people fucking all around you. Okay, sure. No, this is like a Steam game where you actually have to like put on the VR and then yeah. like grab the girl and then like yeah. move her around and and But, they've <laughs> like, had, but see, here's the thing, they had games like that in Japan and overseas yeah. for like a long time, for like ever. Like mount, point and click mouse style. You know, oh yeah, like where you would oh like you would. I remember back in high school, trying to you know play those games where you would play the game to try to uncover the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like it would try to uncover part of the picture, and they're like, "You get so close, you go, oh, I can almost hear nipples." Like it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was wild, but right. Um, no, like my yeah, boy I mean, said it to me because I had, I had broken I had broken up with someone, and he's he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry." Here, this will help. <laughs> he fucking sent it to me on Steam, and I'm all like, dude, fuck you, bro. Here, here you go. Ready? I'm going to pop quiz for you. And I, I don't know if this is the right – this may be completely wrong, but what was the – what could you think of what was the one of the very first – you may or may not know the answer to this – adult video games? Laser Suit Larry. See, that's your, by default. That's what you go to, right? And I'm, I'm assuming that our, our demographic would – a lot of people would say well, that. Well, okay – Go ahead. Lisa Shuleri came out for PC back in the day. Right. Um, actually, I want to say even before that was Doom. Was Doom? Yeah, or Duke Nukem. Whenever you give the strippers money and they flash you or whatever, they old school. There was that. There was also... Uh, I Shuleri. mean, and if Lisa you want to go like N64, was... Conquer's Bad Fur Day. No, Lisa Shuleri was pre that. Lisa Shuleri was pre-Duke Nukem. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And Conker's Bad Fur Day was way after way after Duke Nukem. But it goes it goes actually far back than that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. You can look it up, and anybody out there who's still listening can look this up, too. Uh, it was actually called uh, Custer's Revenge, and it was on the Atari 2600. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll post pictures of it on Patreon. Um, it was one of the very first uh, games that was adult-oriented. You were – it's so funny to see. I will sh- literally show you pictures of it. You are – imagine Atari graphics. Okay. You're a cowboy. You have a hat and a scarf, and that's it. <laughs> I think and I've heard about your this. your wiener is out. I think I've heard about this. You got this. a heart on, a scarf, and a hat. Yeah, I've heard about this. And you need to get across the screen while the arrows come down, and you had to use the paddle controller to get across the screen and avoid the arrows to fuck the Indian girl that's tied to the pole at the other end. Wow. And it was called Custer's Revenge. <laughs> Shocked. That's funny. Shocked. I remember I remember finding that during uh like my video game hunt when I was hunting for when I was doing the video game collecting thing. Yeah. I was looking for rare and odd video games. I found that and I was like, "What the <laughs> Why didn't dad ever buy this?" <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's crazy though. Oh yeah. Oh, we gotta talk about G Town. Uh, we're not gonna talk about G Town on this episode. Not on this episode, but G Town, man. We should definitely. Nobody talk knows about what we're talking about. So we I know. So. Exactly. Stay tuned for G Town. G Town will have to be next episode. We'll definitely bring it up. Damn, I'm and we sure. never did actually. From last week, we were talking about the near death experiences that we've been in. We'll just oh, save that for another one as well. Week. So G Town near death experiences. Wow, the next episode's already coming together. Yeah. Plus, hopefully, we'll get some kind of feedback for the comic book. Yes, uh, dude, I'm excited. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. It's to gonna be a comic off. for our podcast that is made by us and the fans and the podcast fans. You know so what I mean? Whatever. So yeah. it's like it's like we're doing our own little Kickstarter right yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, and uh, also, side note: before we sign off, for the three people that won the contest literally three, four weeks ago last month. The uh, the merch contest where we had oh, them yeah, come yeah, up yeah. with the Mary, or the uh, English nanny jerk yeah. off thing. Uh, they're all the merch is ready and being sent out this week. So you guys should see that show up in your mailbox. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you clearly didn't play the game. <laughs> you clearly didn't listen to the show. You lost out. You missed out on free merch. They even got to pick. They even got to pick what piece of merch they wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, good times. All right, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you up again next week, and we'll see you later. Bye, y'all. Ah, there it is again. Stop saying y'all, Adam. <laughs> <laughs>